This week, we have seen some of the events that have centered around the crucifixion of Jesus, particularly the fulfillment of the prophecy from the Psalms about his clothing and Jesus giving his mother to John to take care of, which John seemed happy to do and did so immediately. While these texts may seem relatively mundane, I want you to remember that they all happened in the shadow of the cross of Christ. The cross of Christ has become a visual symbol of not only death and suffering, but of hope and mercy as well. Ancient Judaism stayed away from visible symbology, a result of adhering to the Ten Commandments. But Christianity has gravitated toward a much more forceful visual approach to remind itself of the sacrifice that Jesus made from the cross. While it took a good three centuries for the cross to become the central figure of Christianity, we do have Constantine to thank for this, since then, it has become an incredibly powerful part of the Christian heart and mind and even theology. Truly, any theology has to be able to stand up to the shadow of the cross, or it can only be seen as heresy. What does the cross of Christ mean to you? It must have meant something pretty profound to Jesus as well. The fact that the early Christians doggedly pursued the symbol as their defining moment can only mean that Jesus had it in his mind as well. They could have chosen any of a number of symbols. Communion, the ictus, that is the fish, the manger, the feeding of the 5,000. But they were committed to this symbol being central to the Christian experience. What we have studied this week is peculiar in that there is interaction between Jesus on the cross and those that he loved, who were present before the cross. Jesus did not complain, did not whine, nor did he wail. Rather, he continued to take care of not only his heavenly business, but that business of his humanity as well. By having John take his mother, we all see that he would not shirk from the responsibility of an eldest son. If there is a lesson to be learned, it is that we are both spiritual and material creatures, and God has called us to responsibility in both of these realms. To lead spiritually does not mean to cast aside that work we do as human beings. Taking care of family is paramount to being healthy spiritually. It is sometimes easy to neglect the human side of our experience as we chase after the Holy Spirit. But both of these things are part of being a Christian and we must pursue both with a God-given passion to be responsible stewards of all God has given us. What do you need to get done for your spiritual walk today? What do you need to get done for the more practical aspects of your life? Is there time for both? How could any conversation from the cross be seen as normal? What do you think the impact of Jesus' words would have been on his mother and John? Does the picture of soldiers playing a game of chance for the garments of Jesus seem sacrilegious to you? Why do you think they couldn't see Jesus for who he really was? Would you have been able to see him for who he was? <laughs>